Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1. In a groundbreaking turn of events, former President Donald Trump has been indicted yet again, this time on seven counts as part of a special counsel's investigation into mishandling classified documents. This marks the first instance of a former president facing federal charges, marking a significant development in the legal landscape. According to Trump's attorney, Jim Trusty, speaking on CNN, the charges against Trump include a violation of the Espionage Act, obstruction of justice, destruction or falsification of records, conspiracy and false statements. The investigation centers around Trump's mishandling of classified documents that were taken to his Mar-a-Lago resort in Florida after his departure from the White House in 2021. Additionally, the special counsel is examining potential obstruction of the investigation and government efforts to recover the material. In a statement on his social media platform, Truth Social, Trump revealed that he had been informed by the Justice Department about the indictment and had been summoned to appear at the federal courthouse in Miami on a specified date and time. He criticized the Biden administration, describing the indictment as related to the, quote, boxes hoax. Although Trump's attorneys received a summons via email from the Justice Department listing the charges, they have not yet seen the actual indictment, according to Trusty. He dismissed the Espionage Act charge as, quote, ludicrous. The announcement of the indictment on social media by Trump caught the U.S. Secret Service and U.S. Marshals by surprise, as they were not given advance notice. Law enforcement agencies are now working to prepare for Trump's expected court appearance in Miami, with the Justice Department allocating additional resources for the case. This federal indictment marks the second time Trump has faced criminal charges this year. In April, the Manhattan District Attorney charged, with, charged him with 34 counts of business falsification. However, the special counsel's indictment presents a new and more precarious legal phase for the former president, who is simultaneously running for president again in 2024 while confronting criminal charges in multiple jurisdictions. Furthermore, there are two ongoing investigations into his conduct. The special counsel Jack Smith was appointed by Attorney General Merrick Garland seven months ago to oversee the investigation into classified documents at Trump's Florida estate and other key aspects of a separate probe into the January 6, 2021 quote-unquote insurrection and attempts to overturn the 2020 election. This development adds a significant layer of complexity as Trump simultaneously faces federal charges while pursuing his presidential ambitions in the upcoming election against President Joe Biden. The indictment of Donald Trump regarding his handling of classified documents at Mar-a-Lago adds an unpredictable element to the escalating 2024 presidential race, testing whether Republicans will rally behind the former president as they did during the New York hush money case. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, who recently entered the race, expressed concern about the weight that Trump would carry as the nominee into the November general election. Questioning the risks involved, Donald Trump is the target of an ongoing criminal investigation and he should step aside and prioritize the country's welfare over his candidacy, tweeted former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson, who was also in the running. These comments con contrasted with the overall Republican support Trump received during the April case and with many initial Republican responses on Thursday night, June 8th. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, Representative of California, tweeted 
I and every American who believes in the rule of law stand with President Trump against this grave injustice. House Republicans will hold this brazen weaponization of power accountable. During that time, Trump received a flood of donations amounting to over $15 million in two weeks, according to his campaign, and his lead in the 2024 GOP field solidified. Immediately after news of the new indictment, Trump's camp campaign began sending fundraising emails relating to the case. In anticipation of the upcoming charges, the former president escalated his attacks on special counsel Jack Smith, featuring him in a new television ad released this week that links him with Robert Mueller, who investigated Russian interference in the 2016 election, and Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, who brought the hush money charges against Donald Trump. While former President Donald Trump has been indicted for allegedly mishandling classified White House documents, the federal probe into President Biden's own mishandling of classified materials is not close to being wrapped up yet, according to a report. Biden has not yet been interviewed by special counsel Robert Hur, who has investigated his handling of, of the classified material that was found at his Delaware home and private DC office, three people familiar with the matter told NBC News. The contrast is stark. The president's advisors have determined he would provide an interview once his legal team and the Justice Department agree on the conditions, the sources told the news outlet. In February, Biden dismissed the materials found at his property as simply stray papers that ended up there because of careless aides who packed up his White House office over a decade ago. He argued that unlike Trump, quote, no one has had to threaten to do anything and that he didn't have the documents laid out on the floor with top secret code word and all the rest, a reference to the infamous FBI photograph of Trump's classified White House papers at his Mar-a-Lago estate. Trump continues to claim that it was all staged by the FBI and the Biden administration's DOJ headed by Merrick Garland. Number two. On Wednesday, June 7th, Fox News told Tucker Carlson's lawyers that the former star anchor breached his contract with the conservative network when he released the first episode of a new show on Twitter this week, according to a source with direct knowledge of the matter. Carlson, a firebrand right-wing media personality known for his conspiratorial rhetoric, parted ways with Fox News in late April, days after the network agreed to pay nearly $800 million to Dominion Voting Systems to avert a high-stakes defamation trial. In a letter to Carlson's lawyers, Fox News General Counsel Bernard Gugar said the broadcaster was, quote, in breach of his contract, which was signed in November 2019 and amended in February 2021. In a statement, Carlson's lawyer Brian Friedman insisted that any legal action by Fox News would infringe on Carlson's First Amendment rights. Quote, Fox defends its very existence on freedom of speech grounds, Friedman said. Now they want to take Car Tucker Carlson's right to speak freely away from him because he took to social media to share his thoughts on current events. Carlson, who established himself as a key voice in the modern conservative movement from his influential perch at Fox News, announced he was creating a show for Twitter in a May 9th video entitled We're Back. On Tuesday night, June 6th, Carlson launched his new show with a roughly 10-minute video entitled Episode 1, in which he claimed that Ukraine perpetrated the attack on a large dam in Russian-occupied territory, unleashing devastating floods. The new show on Twitter is set to be live in the prime time 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. daily slot, and Carlson is already drawing massive ratings. By comparison, primetime cable news ratings for Tuesday night were significantly less than Carlson's show, with CNN drawing just 569,000 views, Fox News drawing 1.73 million views, 
and MSNBC drawing 1.86 million views. By contrast, the first episode of Tucker Carlson on Twitter has had 63 million views so far and can potentially grow higher. The big question is how he intends to monetize that. Twitter owner Elon Musk tweeted after Carlson posted the first episode of his program that it, quote, would be great to have shows from all parts of the political spectrum on this platform. Number three. An unusual incident occurred on Friday, June 9th between the IDF and the Lebanese army near Mount Doe at the Israel-Lebanon border, during which a Lebanese soldier was instructed to aim a rocket-propelled grenade, an RPG, at an Israeli military tank and jeep. According to the IDF, the incident began when Lebanese civilians deliberately interfered with the army's work on the Israeli side of the border fence and were removed by means of dispersing demonstration, including tear gas. Quote, a disturbance developed a short time ago in the Mount Dove area on the Lebanese border, during which rioters tried to destroy the barrier and threw stones at the IDF forces that were operating there. The forces responded with measures to disperse the protests, the IDF spokesperson said in a statement. The civilians crossed barbed wire fencing placed by Israeli forces and tried to remove it. According to Lebanese report, the Lebanese army was deployed to intervene. Lebanese media reported on Thursday, June 8th, that a local farmer threw stones at IDF forces during routine work at the border fence. But this was not the first time tensions rose during IDF work on the border. Earlier in January, Lebanese military forces stopped in front of an Israeli military bulldozer, preventing the engineering vehicle from continuing to operate on the grounds that it was operating on Lebanese territory. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio and have a great day.